0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Happy Friday, everybody. Eric Franson, I.J. Salveson, Full Court Press. I know it feels like kind of an extended holiday weekend for a lot of people, but uh, we're still here. Hope you enjoyed your 4th of July. Hope you got plans for the weekend. We'll uh, recap some things that happened yesterday, some things going on today, and some things happening this weekend as well. Uh, Ajay, I, I saw you had all 10 fingers intact. You didn't blow any of them off yesterday. Thought about it. I definitely thought about it. Uh, Did you do a big fireworks show? No. No.
2: No, I was stuck in Bear Lake from morning till late night and then came home, had a subway, went to bed. I kept it short and sweet. See, like, the, here's the thing. Like, I mean, people, I mean, fireworks are cool. I mean, they are. And, and, and the Freedom Fire here. Is it Freedom Fire? Yes, I said it right. this time. The last time you guys just sat, you and Rod. Okay, here's another thing. Before we go on about Freedom Fire, you and Rod have been bullying me lately. What? A lot.
1: No, we haven't. Yes, I
2: have. Yeah, I mean, you have. No. All right, Rod, if you're listening, which I know you are because this is your favorite show, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., you need to quit. Eric's going to have to pay you no matter what. You don't need to kiss up to him. Alright? You don't need to laugh at me just because Eric's laughing at me. You can defend me. Alright, enough said about that. Anyways, no one, nobody knows what in the world you're talking about. Well, that's fine. As long as you know, and as long as Rod knows. That's all that needs to know.
1: So we we're just talking about <laughs> AJ's affinity for small people in no. <laughs> Shut up. F- fantasy movies.
2: Okay. That's not gonna work out well on the air. Great! Now your dad's gonna come sprinting in here, tell us to get off the air. We're all gonna get canned. Congratulations!
1: There, we just we learned that there was like a a, a wizarding yeah. conve- <laughs> convention.
2: Hey, that leads us to Logan our, soon. Hey, that leads us to our breaking news. Breaking news, everybody! Um, we are thrilled to announce that the Salt Lake City has been honored to host the 2021. Quidditch World Cup.
1: That's amazing.
2: Um, that is an absolute honor for Salt Lake City. We are thrilled. Uh, obviously, Quidditch is a big thing around the world. All right.
1: Uh, you know. In, in, well, in the movie. Well, no. Those movies no, that they no. made. You, we watched the, the kid, video. The, the we saw the crowds.
2: The press. The media. Sports Illustrated. You know, everybody was there. It's huge, and now we get a host of Quidditch World Cup. It, uh, it'll be it'll be at Pioneer Park. Um, so,
1: who will you be dressed up as when you go? Uh,
2: I'm gonna go as Uh, Darledge. uh the the uh, the scoring. Well, there's Darlidge, and then there's uh, there's, uh, there's there's well, yeah, Darlidge, and then Bruno, the the uh, Bruno, the Boozer, or the Bruiser. You're gonna dress he up probably is a bruiser too, but he's also a bruiser. Yellow outfits. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It. He's he's the snitch. He's the bully. He's the bruiser, Bruno. Um, and you know I I think he's gonna have a huge hand in that. He's gonna have to really be uh, physical.
1: Did you see the, You see, did you see the part of the video where like okay, he's so beating up the girl with a stick or whatever? The, the story about the World Cup or the U.S. Quidditch World Cup. It it, it is coming to Salt Lake in. Two thousand twenty one. That that is real. Um And so was everything else we just talked wh- about. There is wh- a bruiser whether on the team. AJ dresses up or not is still to be determined. No, I'm gonna go but with But Bruno. when we heard the story, when we read it, we're like, this this is a thing? I, I've heard of like people occasionally playing Quidditch up on the quad up at Utah State. But I didn't I didn't really know what that meant. And so you were looking up some video, and, man, people really get into this. Oh, dude, it's this huge. Is, this is a very physical sport. I mean,
2: sport. When, the, when the team won the World Cup, uh, the guy said it's one of the greatest experience of his life ever to win the Quidditch World Cup. Now, here's my question. Um, as the bruiser or the snitch, okay, because you are running with brooms in between your legs, and, yes, you are. If you don't believe me, Google it right now while listening to us. You are running with a broom in between your
1: legs. They said it's a combination of rugby Dodgeball and tag. So, and it's coed, by the way. It is coed. That's
2: another thing. So, why don't you just take the broom, you know, and cheap shot somebody?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, people run around on these with sticks between their legs, throwing a ball, trying to get it into these three different hoops. At some point, I don't know when this person appears on the field. Somebody shows up dressed in a yellow outfit with yeah. a weird sack hanging off their <laughs> <No>. butt with. <laughs> With a ball in there. Oh no! It. it was it was really weird. We're gonna get it. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Oh shoot!
2: And then, dude, and watching him go one on one with that one guy. Just like, he was like starting to slap his hands, and the guy was like, "I was like, what is he reaching for?" And you go to the sack, and I was like, "What?" Oh shoot. <laughs> that's eight minutes of our show, that's gone by me. <laughs> so, like, I was like, what is he grabbing you? Like the sack? I was like, what? <laughs> what the crap? He was like, <laughs> 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 so, <it's> like, <laughs> so if you want to go oh to Salt Lake 2021 gosh. Quidditch Olympics, will be hosted at Pioneer Park.
1: Uh, is that the- where they said it was going to be? No.
2: Oh. But I'm just guessing. Oh my gosh! We <laughs> quite the crowd there.
1: <laughs> we weren't sure what we were seeing <laughs>
2: when the yellow shirt guy just like what, and then like the girls He's on like the ground. He's like pushing
1: people down,
2: dude. Yeah, and the they're girl's trying to come after He's him like, and reach around him from her. I was like, "What are you doing? Let her get up."
1: <laughs> uh, it was really weird.
2: Very physical. More oh, physical dude, than yeah. I thought. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, why'd you take your broomstick and like cheap shot somebody when the ref ain't looking? I mean, the ref ain't gonna freaking see it. Well, there's times where they're like,
1: <laughs> I thought they were gonna get hit in the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're running with a stick stick between their legs. Most of the time, one hand is on oh, the stick. Yeah, but then they like <laughs> they need two hands, so they just squeeze it tighter and keep running. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, the, and the way they're running, is are like tiptoeing what? across. Was, like, give oh, me, like imagine done. having to go to the bathroom and you have to run somewhere to
1: get there. How is? Was, I was that serious bodily harm happening with this game? Hey, what's that blue ball? We never figured out the blue ball is for though. Uh, I,
2: I don't know. Well, I'm looking up a Harry Potter graphic. Yeah, I don't, dude. I have no idea. It's been too long since
1: I. Oh read man, those books. Uh, uh, Anyway, so there's Quidditch going on, well, in a few years. Uh, So that was news today. Uh, There's no... we, We were talking about this too, and we just got a sample of the ridiculousness of this Kawhi Leonard stuff. Just a few moments ago, oh, dude. there's a report that someone yeah, thinks they Kate. may have seen the back of what might be Kawhi Leonard at a coffee place.
2: And then they're like... And it, then it has Cass- reached and then they, they, such I mean, heights of And they bring it so dramatically. And then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, a 15-year-old is, uh, just won a Wimbledon match. All right, Fox
1: Sports. Right. I mean, come on. <clears throat> well, let's talk about Coco Groff. I told you, though. Well, I told- she, and she, hey, she, she's to 15-year-old I and has a composure this- of a 25-year-old.
2: I told you this four days ago, Eric. That this would happen—that it's like, oh wait, he's hopping on a yellow plane. That means he's going to the Lakers. Or hey, we saw a plane drop in. We don't know who got off, but they did see Kawhi Leonard in the snack aisle. What the hell?
1: Oh, let's see who he's liked on his uh, Instagram. Hold
2: on, accounts. He, hold on, he got a red bag. Oh, he's got a red bag of Twizzlers. Toronto. It's all you or guys, or is it the Clippers? Oh yeah, there you go. Wait, I, hold on. You picked up lemon heads. You know what might be fun it's the is Lakers. if this
1: is all Kawhi just saying. Oh, dude, playing with it. I'm done. Yeah, like I'm done with sport. Um, but I'm. I just wanted to play this out just to see how ridiculous. Yeah, him and his game.
2: camper just having fun by now. Hey, listen. I'm going to pay for the gas. I want you to take your airplane. I want you to fly to L.A. Stay there for about I don't know three to four hours. I want you to get in, back in the airplane. Do a come quick back round to trip. Toronto. Right, And then, by the way, will you make a quick pit stop? Hey, uh, honey, will you go to Orlando and just walk around Orlando, just like around McDonald's for about five or eight minutes? I want you to get back on the plane and fly back from Orlando back here.
1: And randomly pause by, like, stands for different, like, uh, real estate places. Yeah, there you (laughs) (laughs) Just to check out, you know, what
2: kind of high-end homes are in this area. Hey, have some guy driving a really nice suit meet with you, and go stand in front of a house that looks for sale.
1: No, <laughs> Just do a just, slow drive-by.
2: There you go. Or go stand in front of a green hill. There you go. Stand in front of a green hill for us. And look that way. Now, someone take a photo.
1: It, so this is probably, I would imagine an announcement probably going to be made tomorrow. I right, dude, I don't know. But we thought that no announcement idea. was going to be
2: made two days hey, ago. Hey, wait, is there a rule... Help me, because I thought I read something on this. He ha- if if he's going to go to the Lakers, he has to announce by like tomorrow night at six or something before that trade goes through of Anthony Davis. I was reading something like that here, and um, oh, where is it? Hold on. Well,
1: Kawhi Leonard is under no de- deadline, but the Lakers. Yeah, but are. the Lakers are though, right? Because they if they're not going to get Kawhi, then they need to figure out what else they can get. Um and so if you're if you're not the Lakers, if you're not the Clippers, and, and to some degree even the the Toronto Raptors, they're all like we're kind of like being held hostage here until he makes a decision. And people that we'd like to go get as potential replacements for him, they've all been called for by now. So
2: Nick Wright tweeted out, and I'm not a fan of Nick Wright, I think he's garbage. Um but he had tweeted out if Kawhi doesn't decide by Sunday he could be de facto eliminating the Lakers from running because they can only sign him, being Kawhi, before they trade for Anthony Davis. And I'd imagine the Pelicans-Hawks expect that deal to get done by the end of this weekend at the, at the latest. But then someone um, of Sports Illustrated tweeted out, since I'm getting this question in volume, if Kawhi's decision goes longer than July 6th, which is Sunday, I'd expect the Lakers to wait. Oh no, sorry, Saturday. I'd expect the Lakers to wait on executing the AD trade until he decides. Not much everyone can do about that. Pels have since agreed to move the pick to Atlanta with Solo. Solo then to Memphis,
1: etc. So well, it, it's, that could cause a lot of chaos because they have to undo some, not just what they did, but what other teams have also done. Done, yeah. So wow. Serious ripple effects going on there. My
2: question is this. Now, I know I've already, and I've already mentioned it. It's going to make me sound like I'm kind of being hypocritical of it, but I, I said before that, you know, Kawhi deserves as much time as he needs to make this decision, which I still stand by. But Eric, we're at July 5th by now, man. Like, what the? You haven't, I mean, you met with the teams. You know what's a, you know what's on the table. You know what's at stake. You know what what team has to offer. You know what the teams look like roster wise. What are you waiting for? All right. He's topped Gordon Hayward. Well, no, Gordon Hayward. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Are you just talking about the? Well, just the in time? how long it's taking. Okay. Him? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. As yes. far
1: as the drama for one particular city, Gordon imagine that. That we we discussed this a earlier this week. The difference is. That Toronto hasn't been invested in Kawhi Leonard for his entire career. Yeah. They had him on a one-year loaner, which they knew. They only had him for one year officially. They didn't know what else he was going to bring them. So it's not like they've had this, you know, seven, eight years of emotional investment in a guy. No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right.
2: What? Um, dang, what was I just going to ask you after that? I was going to ask you something. I don't remember. Anyways, Kawhi... The thing is, is we're getting to the point of, I mean, it's July 5th, man. And I just, I mean, I really don't know if he's undecided or if he's just waiting to make a decision for some, a certain situation, maybe to get family together, to
1: tell him, then their decision face-to-face. He wanted to say, look, uh, I want to spend July 4th. Cooking hot dogs Which and hamburgers fine. and watching Absolutely. the parade and fireworks and I don't want to be bothered Unless with all of Unless you're in Toronto, this. it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. That's not going on. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, But I mean, maybe it's just gathering family to, to, to let them know face-to-face, hey, this is what I'm doing, especially if he's leaving to get them face-to-face, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is the decision I've made. Otherwise, I'm not sure what he's waiting for by this point. He's met with all the teams. Like I said, met with the teams. Knows the rosters, knows what's on the table from each team. And by the way, if he's financially concerned, if he stays with the Raptors for two more years, he gets the veteran supermax. Assuming he's a uh, All NBA player in two years, which would which would uh, heighten his contract to over two hundred and thirty million. I'm thinking two hundred forty one million dollar range now at this point, M- assuming that the CBA moves up the salary cap, which would Of course, move up his contract. So yeah, two forty. I mean, I mean that that's in stupid money
1: right there. And so
2: maybe he's thinking about that if he stays in Toronto. I
1: don't know. Yeah, that's a good question because otherwise, money is pretty much pretty well equal, no matter what for the short term. Maybe for the long term, there's a chance it could be more in Toronto. Um, but and maybe that's part of the consideration too with injury history and um. You know, concerns about as he gets older, he wants to have that guaranteed money that's uh, going to be coming to him. So, who knows? Who knows?
2: Do you get, I mean, hypothetically, just play a hypothetical game with me here, if he doesn't announce till like, Monday, I mean, he waits it out through the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, with nothing? <laughs> I mean, this I mean, I was seeing a list of somebody you keep te- ta- uh Tweeted out the top fifteen free agents left to sign. The list is so low that Trey Lyles is on it.
1: I mean, that's where we're at now. Right. the 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 pickings are very, very slim. Yeah. So I mean, if 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 you're the Lakers, if you're the Clippers, especially the Lakers, they still have a roster to fill out. Yeah, they have no depth. Zero
2: depth. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is they still that, have a lot of moves they need to make. If the Lakers don't get Kawhi, who's the biggest loser? Well, okay. No, you all ask it this way because it might make sense and it may not. But who would be the biggest loser in your eyes? And I'll, ask, I'll tell you why i ask this. Lakers or the Knicks? Lakers or the Knicks? Yeah. If, if the Lakers lose on Kawhi, who's the bigger loser? Lakers or Knicks? If,
1: if the Lakers lose out on Kawhi, I'm trying to figure out why the Knicks are even part of the discussion. Because,
2: and hear me out, Knicks already messed up the roster, right? I mean, they, they didn't go after Kawhi because they want to say another, just in, in embarrassing reasons in itself. But if the Lakers don't get Kawhi, as you said, they have no depth at all because they sat on a guy for. We were little, I mean, three and a half, four weeks now. I think we're about there. Um, and not only that, they're in the Western Conference, which, by the way, is still seriously loaded. Golden State, Utah right now is your favorite, uh, which is mind-boggling me. It doesn't even feel comfortable to say right now to you. Uh, New Orleans is good. Really, really, yeah, really good. I think good. New
1: Orleans is getting better. Portland I think is still really Portland's good. still good. Oklahoma City is still good. You see where I'm going.
2: If the Lakers don't get quiet, they didn't get to fill out their bench, they don't have any depth, and they're still in the Western Conference, which is still really good and competitive, which means the Lakers, there's that slight chance that they still don't make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think still with LeBron and Anthony Davis, you've got a good... Yeah, and Kuzma. Two great players. And Kyle <coughs> Kuzma is no slouch. Yeah. So, um, that's... That's a combination I believe that's good enough to get you to the playoffs, regardless who who else is around them.
2: Really? Okay. Uh,
1: but are they a, a contender? No. I they, say they, no way. They, no. I they say meet. no way. They, they, you don't know who the other starting. You don't know the whole starting five
2: is yet. Well, it, let alone. And, well, and then the playoffs, depth. and that down the stretch, that final, and you
1: know this, Eric, because those guys aren't going to play every minute of every game. They're not going to play every game of, of the season either. So there's gonna be times where there's only gonna be one guy on the court. If that the Lakers they can't figure that out, they're not gonna be a home court playoff team. Well, Narek, you've seen the NBA game long enough. You know
2: that like that final twenty game stretch of the season, especially when you're fighting for a playoff spot, whether it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight is exhausting.
1: Yeah, it's killing. Because,
2: I mean, you're playing every single minute to try to get back in there. It's all about positioning and you got to turn around and play one of the best eight teams or best 16 teams in the NBA, one of the best eight teams in your conference, and you got to go a full seven maybe with them. And then it's a seven-game series, the next series, and it's the same thing. And so it gets exhausting. You run out of energy quickly. And, and for the Lakers, you need a bench, and right now they don't have one at all. That is at least going to be semi-productive out there on, on the court for you.
1: Yeah, but how do the New York Knicks factor into your question? Because
2: even though the Knicks didn't get anybody, they still have a semi-starting lineup, but they're in the weak Eastern Conference. I'm assuming that Kawhi would have... Well, never mind. I guess i would be Kawhi saying Toronto. So, I mean, you got Boston, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Toronto. That's it. Four teams who are actually legit contenders for an Eastern Conference championship. Everyone else is just fluff.
1: Yeah, I think Brooklyn will be better. I mean, they made the playoffs last year. Will they be a contender? They're still
2: not a contender, though. I don't
1: think so. They're still going to fall in that 6-8 to eight range. Yeah, well, I don't know. They may really? be in that 4-5 uh, range. Um, fighting for home court. Hmm. So... Uh, there's still a lot to be determined in the next few days because whatever he decides, then those other teams will have to be, whoever doesn't get him will be forced to make some pretty frantic phone calls to whoever is left in the free agent pool to make things happen. Uh, there may be some more trades too. Hey, we we missed out on trying to get Kawhi, so plan B is to go find somebody else. We have to give up something to get that person, but um, if they want to be serious, if they don't get Kawhi, you know, what other moves do they make to still be considered a serious team in which respective conference that they're in, Eastern or Western? So, yeah. It, the drama continues. <clears throat> There's no decision yet. So, okay. Never mind.
2: All right. Well, it's just, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's just amazing that, uh, I mean, it's, it's just killing the media. Well, I mean, it's killing the media in Toronto. It's killing the media on ESPN, on Fox, in California especially. That's right. Oh, yeah, he's announcing tomorrow. It's today. Still nothing there. Well, that must mean that he's doing this. In fact, my sources say that I'm hearing 99.9%. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a
1: joke, man. It is a joke. And maybe this is all him just playing this game.
2: Yeah, and well, what, what game is he playing though? Like, what what means to an end is he
1: is is there been playing this game though? What? Just to illustrate the ridiculousness of people trying to guess what what goes on in his head.
2: Is that Kawhi though? Because <sighs> if it is, then he's a bigger drama queen than we ever thought he yeah, was. Yeah, that's a good point. Or is he? I mean, give me a percentage, okay? Between playing with the people and the media, or. I mean, honestly, not being decided yet of which team he should go to.
1: I think it's probably more the latter. Much more the latter. You don't think he knows you, huh? I think that he's wanted to take a slow, deliberate approach. Yeah. I mean, what if he's just- he wants just... I think he wanted to see the moves that other teams were, were going to make. But we're there. And he wanted to see what they were going to do, how they would be positioned, and how he would fit into all of that. Huh. So, I, I
2: maybe. Who knows? That's the thing, is that we just, we don't know. And then that, I think that's, and we don't, because usually like with LeBron, with Kevin Durant, with, you know, a lot of other free agents, we kind of had an idea. You know, and guys were, I mean, Chris Broussard, who is, I mean, his sauces, you know, I mean, they told him stuff, and we kind of had an idea of where they were going. This one, no
1: one has a flipping clue. No. No give, one. Give him him credit for having a, uh, a pretty well locked down yeah. group. Yeah. says, no leaks. We want to keep this very t- close to the vest, and uh, we don't want information. We don't even there. know
2: he's in his group,
1: man. We don't. I mean, those in the know know who they are, but, um, but yeah, they're they're keeping very quiet, to their credit, because there's times where they will purposely leak information to try to yeah leverage position yeah people against each other yeah. right just to see who comes out with a better deal. But they've been. They've been playing it very different
2: tactics, and, that, and that's the craziest thing is that they've been actually, to be able to do that in this world, in this day and age of social media frenzy, cameras, phones, whatever, you name it, they've been able to keep it shut. I mean, like, oh, yeah, he's in Toronto. And like, it doesn't mean Jack. And, I mean, you look on Twitter, you type in Kawhi Leonard in the search bar, and it's honestly 50% of sources are like, yep, he's going to the Lakers, and the other 50 are like, no, he's actually going to the Raptors. It's a two-year deal, yada, yada, yada. And the other side is like, well, and Chris Carter's like, well, it's not a two-year deal. He's, I've been told he doesn't want to sign one. Chris, you don't know, man. Unless you've got, like, friends in, like, uh, if someone has a source that is within the camp of Kawhi Leonard, that is some seriously good relationship. That's what's amazing.
1: I don't know. All right, uh, there were some interesting things that happened yesterday on the 4th of July. Some really interesting baseball games Uh, baseball on the 4th of July, it's an American pastime, it's a great tradition, Uh, and there were some really good games that took place, um, and pretty exciting things uh, that didn't relate to throwing the ball or hitting the ball, some manager stuff on the sidelines, and uh, a pretty dramatic comeback in one of those games, and we'll also look at our pick six coming up, for things we think might happen this weekend, and speaking of... Big things going on this weekend with the FIFA Women's World Cup and the CONCACAF Championship, both taking place on Sunday. Team USA in both. We'll talk about those things and more coming up on the Full Court Press.
0: The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Here's the 1-0, and a swing and a fly ball toward left field, slicing back toward the wall, to the track, to the wall, and gone. It is out of here. Marco has done it again—an opposite field home run—and the Red Sox have taken the lead,
1: 8-7. Red Sox with a big come-from-behind win. Beating the Blue Jays 8-7. to Marco Hernandez coming in late in the game, providing the game winner. They almost gave it up. They've, Red Sox have had so many blown saves this year, but they were able to get some uh, enough run support to make it work for them yesterday. It was one of the great games that took place on the 4th of July. Um, another one, which was pretty interesting between the uh, the Cardinals and the Mariners another close game on the
0: 4th of July the 2-2 delivery again to Edmund that's hit hard right side base hit pass Gordon into right one run scores here comes Bader play at the plate he is safe at the plate Bader slides into the back of the plate just beats the throw and the Cardinals take the lead Edmund comes through again.
1: They were able to take the lead and hold the lead as they beat the Mariners 5-4. And then there was another game that uh, provided some interesting commentary and fireworks during the game. And uh, this was the Chicago Cubs versus, or at, the Pittsburgh Pirates. And uh, the the, the Pirates, through the whole series, had been throwing high and inside. And Joe Madden wasn't having any of that. Got on the field, caused a big uh dust up got kicked out of the game
0: shortly after that the Chicago Cubs got on fire now the 1-1 pitch on the way to Contreras swung on hit in the air to left field and deep this ball's back toward the wall it's got a chance gone long home run Wilson Contreras Cubs lead four to two a towering drive it landed on that little walkway And it was gone by plenty, fair by maybe 30 feet, and gone by about 60 for Contreras, his 18th, and the Cubs have a 4-2 lead, 51 RBIs for Contreras. And the Cub bats did
1: not uh, cool off after that. They ended up winning the game 11-3. Adji, did you get a chance to see, I know you were working a lot uh, yesterday, but... Are you going to check in on any of those uh, Major League Baseball games yesterday? Yeah, I saw the
2: highlights of the Cubs game actually after when I got home late that night. Um, And and the thing about what the Pirates were doing, the pitcher's only been one guy all year. So he was throwing inside to try, you know, I mean, if you throw it outside on him, on Javi Baez, he's going to punch it out. Javi Baez has got such a great reach on his swing that he covers so much of the play with his bat. He's going to punch it for a double or even for a home run. So you're throwing inside to jam him on his at bat, and it just it, it gets too close. And he actually looked at the pitcher and said, "I'm good, I'm good." But the guy that got hit in the head, who was it? that got hit in the head. Do You know, uh, wasn't it Bodie? Was it Bodie? It was Bodie. Thank you. Um, again, it's just another high inside fastball that goes right off of him, and 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 it's baseball. It happens, and I don't. And with the bases loaded, they're not meaning to throw at him. Absolutely not. Again, it's high and inside. That's where they've been throwing it all day long. It wasn't like they just did it once at bias. They were doing it all day long, and it gets them. I can see where, Madding's come, where Madden's coming from, but you also got to understand that, look, it's not... It's not... They're not doing... It's Obviously, they weren't doing it on intentional reasons. Well, here's
1: what Joe Madden had to say after the game about the Pirates. He, he called them out of control. It was getting way too um, out of control, um, culminating in David getting, getting hit in the head. Um, I have no issues with pitching inside. I'm an advocate. But when you get that many pitches, not just that tonight, but it's been that way um, somewhat during the entire series. Okay, so if it's been that way
2: the entire series, know what's coming. Make an adjustment.
1: Because Bodie was crowning so the you back your you back your guys off the plate? Yeah, look. I mean, look. I mean, they keep throwing it high and inside. I mean, they're coming right at them. I mean, well, they're throwing right
2: at the then guys. Then you take one, I mean, just take a couple steps you know, away from the line of the box, and then, and then that extends your swing. Then it's like you're getting an outside pitch, and then they'll have to make adjustments. But if you, if you make an adjustment in the box, they'll have to make an adjustment at the mound. The thing is, the Cubs didn't make any adjustments on any of the batters. They just kept going to the exact same spot. If he stands, if, if Javi Baez, I know he would yell at me if I told him this, if he took two steps away from the catcher, Away from the plate and create that outside edge that you love to have. Problem solved. And now it's on the Pirates. If they throw to Javi Baez, who's now two steps further outside the plate, then we've got an issue.
1: That's true. And then you it's it's evidence of what they're they're going after. Sure, the after
2: yeah, Then then you it's can not absolutely just a pitching claim that. style. But, where but you're when you're, you're sitting on top to jam of the plate. Yeah, and you know they're throwing inside, make an adjustment. So
1: there were other games of course, but those were some of the more interesting and intriguing games <clears throat> that took place on the fourth of July. Hey so what is a few the... games left before they take the all star break.
2: Absolutely. So what well, I guess we talked about this on Monday. Um yeah, I'm as you can see what the standings are like so far. But I mean we'll do I guess we can wait till ha- the uh, the halfway point. Um
1: but standings have to do with one of my pick six things so we'll get into standings oh, geez. here oh jeez can't wait <laughs> uh something else so well major league baseball happening today tomorrow and sunday then it takes a break you got the home run derby on monday and the midsummer classic on tuesday uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Actually, I am. I, and yeah, I think the players look forward
2: to it. I mean, that's a long first half of the season. They got a long second half of the season, plus the playoff stretch run and all that. Um, I think those players are looking forward to it more than anything. <laughs> I mean, the midsummer game at our classic is so much fun, and I'm. I mean, I've never been. I've never been to it. I've never seen it in person. Um, but you can see, you can see the players are having a lot of fun. But I think the players who are home and off from the All-Star break, are absolutely fine with that.
1: Would you call the uh, home run derby, is that, is that the most interesting skill competition over an All-Star weekend yes. All-Star break oh, in man. any sport? Because in basketball, you've got the three-point shootout, you've got the slam dunk competition, you've got the skills competition. I hockey, like... hockey has a skills competition. I
2: like the skills competition in the NBA. I don't think it's competitive enough, though. I don't think it's challenging enough. I think it's too casual. I like the home run derby, and you could actually argue that that's not challenging enough. But I guess when you're facing the hitters that you're facing, then it makes it challenging. I mean, Bryce Harper, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, there's there's some challenge to that. Um, I always used to love the quarterback challenge before the Pro Bowl. I was watching actually a couple classic episodes. I mean, there was one that had Manning, uh, Breeze. Brady, Rivers, I think Jeff Garcia was in it too. I mean, those were actually, I mean, those were pretty fun to watch. Brett Favre was in one with Manning. Um, Who else was in there? There's a, there a couple other, I think Brady was in it, and Michael Vick was in it as well. I mean, those were fun to watch. Like, all the obstacles he had to go to, and then, you know, hit the ball with this target. Those were good. And, you know, when I think about the NBA Skills Competition, the last one I actually watched was when Darren Williams went at it with Chris Paul.
1: Oh, that's going back a ways. Yeah, but those were fun. Those were good, and those two were competitive. There have been years where the uh, the slam dunk competition has outshined anything else that happened on All-Star Weekend for the NBA, and there's been times where it's been so boring, it's not worth paying any attention to, and nobody can remember who won it. I would go
2: with the latter more than the former.
1: Um. Uh, So, uh, it it used to be really, really exciting. Yeah. And I think it's lost some of its flavor.
2: So, how do you get it back? So, for our case, let me show you this. Uh, Okay, out of all the All-Star games, which one's the most exciting one to you?
1: Pro Bowl, NBA, MLB? NHL. Throw that in there, too.
2: Do you actually watch the NHL All-Star game, though, Eric?
1: No, I don't. But you excluded them, so I just want to make sure they get mentioned.
2: Oh, I'm going to exclude them because you don't watch them.
1: No, but I, I enjoy, um, I, I watch the NBA All-Star Game, um, and I watch Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I don't watch any other All-Star Game. Okay. So which one do you like more? Uh, I, like, I tend to like the Major League Baseball one more.
2: Okay, so how can the other one improve?
1: I don't know. It's just the, the nature of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And and
2: with the baseball... I because it's, it's not
1: like in baseball, they're just going to like, all right, you're the starting pitcher. Yeah. You're an all-star pitcher, but let me just lob some easy, just groove some fastballs down there, and let's just you know, have everybody hit it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, pitchers aren't
2: going to do that. You know what I would love to see in baseball is a skills competition. You know... Uh, between
1: do like an infield skills competition set up the old Fred McGriff's thing and put a bucket down a home. I <laughs> so oh, throw man. it into the bucket. I totally from the outfield. about
2: that. Holy smokes. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, man, that brings back memories. Uh, but you, like, I mean, you'll take like, the starting infield from both American and National League and do like a skills competition. you know, national league starting second baseman versus the AL. Um, and then the same thing with the outfield. skills competition, and you do it by point system infield of al versus n o outfield versus of a l versus NL. that would be kind of cool i'd be actually okay with that interesting
1: yeah. uh we'll have the all star game coming up next week We'll get a chance to see how it all plays out and maybe what could be done differently I know they've they've they had that period of time there where whoever won their um, that league got to host the World Series. And so it it meant something. They've gone away from that. Um, I think there were good reasons and maybe not so good reasons to do that. But, but still, I I, I enjoy Major League Baseball All Star Game. Um, I, I never, very rarely ever tune in to the Pro Bowl.
2: I haven't watched that in years, and I mean in years. Yeah.
1: And I've just. I'm just really not into hockey. So I, I, I always miss the NHL All-Star game. So, uh, And I do pay attention to the NBA. Um, something else to pay attention to, the World Cup, FIFA Women's World Cup is coming up this weekend. Uh, Team USA versus the Netherlands. It's their first World Cup final that they've been in. And uh, then the men play for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. That's going to be later in the evening USA versus Mexico, these two teams have faced each other. This will be the sixth time facing each other for the championship. Mexico has won seven CONCACAF finals over the years, and they're 4-1 and versus Team USA. Uh, But here's the difference. This year, I mean, Team USA won it last time. They're the reigning champions. And this year, they've only conceded one goal through the whole tournament. Uh, Mexico is still coming into this one. Highly favored, can the men uh, hold on? Uh, Mexico's going to have a, from what I understand, a more of an attack style. Team USA is more of a uh, pack it in and defend the goal and get it on a counter. So it could be an interesting, interesting match on Sunday night. Uh, the uS women's national team. they've got a, a, a nice uh, momentum going for them. They're winning in, in some pretty gritty games uh, lately. Netherlands were able to knock off Sweden, which has been a powerhouse. So they're kind of a surprising team themselves. It shouldn't be overlooked. So tomorrow could, or Sunday, I should say, Sunday could be a very interesting day for soccer uh, for uh, Team USA, both men and women involved in these championship games. Uh, Coming up next here in the full court press, let's get into our pick six, shall we? Six things that we think might happen this weekend. I always invite you to uh, participate wherever you are as you're listening. Share uh, or Yell out your answers, what you'd like to do. Also, write it up and post it on social media, and you can share your responses there as well. uh, That's coming up next on the Full Court Press. The
0: Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, full court press on a Friday. Hope you had a great holiday yesterday. Some of you enjoying the long holiday weekend. Hope you're staying safe, having fun. Be careful out there. And uh, some interesting things happening this weekend CONCACAF World or Gold Cup is hit, taking place, USA versus Mexico. U.S. men's national team uh, doing well. They've only allowed one goal. Throughout the whole CONCACAF tournament, U.S. Women's National Team doing well in the FIFA Women's World Cup. They face the Netherlands for the championship on Sunday morning. Uh, you still got a few Major League Baseball games going on. You got the NBA Summer League, which gets underway. Get underway today. Mm. Big matchup tonight: <coughs> the New York Knicks versus the New Orleans Pelicans. The New York Knickerbockers. Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett, former teammates, now going up against each other. Uh, Utah Jazz, will get into that uh, as well. All 30 teams taking place in the tournament down in Las Vegas. And a uh, chance to see some of the new rising stars in the NBA. So with that being said, there are several different things taking place this weekend. And that sets the stage for our pick six. We normally do it on Sunday, or Sundays, on Thursdays, but because of the holiday, we moved it off to today. I pick three things. Aj picks three things. The total six. Things we think might happen this weekend, and Aj, since I won last week, I will let you go first so I can, I can bring it home.
2: All right, well, I didn't do any studying for this because I just wanted to wing it. We're going to see if that works to break my schnide. What the... What are you doing? This, this is your pick six music. This is, why, why don't I get to pick my own pick six music? Why do you get to pick it? Because I have the controls. Well, that's going to end quickly. All right. Well, since we've got... <laughs> the Pullian Dynamite <laughs> music playing. What <laughs> the, the hell going on? The like
1: Dynamite.
2: All right. So here's my... Man, this is hard with this music. <laughs> it's just... What the crap are you doing? Dallas Keuchel on uh, Saturday will be on the mound for the Braves. I think it's Saturday. I can't remember what day it is. seriously Saturday or Sunday. Anyways, he's on the mound. Um, I'm going to say at the line, seven and a half strikeouts over under.
1: Seven and a half strikeouts. Yes. Let's see. I I have to verify to make sure because sometimes you think people are playing on certain. You days
2: know they not. ESPN messed that one up. Oh, they play Sunday versus Miami.
1: Yes, Down the mound against Trevor Richards. Seven and a half strikeouts. Over under seven and, Eric. and a half strikeouts. Yep. Um, I'm going to take the under. I'll take the over. Okay.
2: Um, Let's go Women's World Cup. You're talking about how, you know, the great defenses that the uh, women's and men's have displayed as a light. True. So, uh, woman, the U.S. women's will allow, okay, the Netherlands will score... and a half
1: goals over under Netherlands will score one and a half goals yeah um I'm gonna take the under as will I okay
2: and Kawhi Leonard will have his decision by four o'clock mountain time tomorrow over under or 40, no, 405 mountain time tomorrow. Over or under.
1: So if I take the over, that means it's later than that. Yes. I'm gonna take the over.
2: I'll take the Ooh,
1: really? Yep. I'm gonna take the under. Okay, fair enough. Alright. RJ <clears throat> Barrett versus Zion Williamson tonight. New York Knicks versus the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> In the NBA Summer League, who scores more points? Diane. I'm going to say uh, R.J. Barrett. Uh, just, I don't know, just got a hunch. I, I think that his team, well, they both need, they're going to have a lot of young players that need touches. But I think R.J. Barrett's going to want to say, hey, this isn't a foreordained thing where Zion's going to be rookie of the year. I'm going to make a run at it. Okay, The they're talking about soccer, FIFA Women's World Cup, CONCACAF, both taking place on Sunday. Who wins? The men, the women, or both? Who does the men play? Mexico. Women. I'm going to say both. You know, I'm changing my answer to both. You can't. You already said women.
2: No, it's not solidified. It's not official until you post it on social
1: media and post it on social media. So I'm changing my answer to both. Okay, you're going with both. All right, my last one. Who leads the National League Central by Sunday night?
2: Oh, my. The Cubs. I dare you to say the Cardinals. I double-dog dare you to say St. Louis.
1: Do it. (laughs) Right now, the Cubs and... Uh, the Brewers are the tied Milwaukee. with St. Louis a game and a half behind. It is the only division that's interesting in baseball right now. I dare you to say someone else beside the Cubs. Every other division, Do it, have you have like Homer. a 5 or 6 Do or 7 it. or 14 game say lead. Milwaukee. Milwaukee is at Pittsburgh this weekend. The Cubs are playing Crosstown Rivals, the White Sox. I'm going to... I'm going to save Milwaukee. (laughs) 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 Only because you picked the Cubs, dang you.
2: (laughs) Well, what do you think I was going to pick? was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Go.
1: Dallas Keuchel, as a recap, Dallas Keuchel, seven and a half strikeouts on Sunday. I took the under, you took the over. I'll lose that one. The Netherlands will score one and a half goals on Sunday. We both took the under. Kawhi will make his decision official by four o five PM Saturday mountain time. I went over, you went under. Who will score the more points tonight between RJ Barrett and Zion Williamson? I said RJ, you said Zion. And in soccer, we both predicted that both men and women will win. And by Sunday night, I predicted the Milwaukee will lead the National League Central. Oh, and man. You predicted the we, Cubs. Yeah, we need to make that cut on that. Oh. <sighs> I think I taste throw up in my mouth. <laughs> All right. One last step aside with some final thoughts on the other side. Full Court Press.
0: Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
1: Eric Franson, Aj Salveson. The NBA Summer League gets underway this week in Las Vegas. You got Wimbledon that's going on. You got the World Cup at CONCACAF this weekend. Major League Baseball finishing off the first half of the season before the All-Star break. It's a fun weekend. Enjoy it. And uh, get out and enjoy the the outdoors. Man, it's beautiful weather right now. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you back on Monday. I'll get you ready for what's going on with the All-Star game. And uh, starting to to, uh, see what's going on with the Jazz in the summer as well. And maybe
0: Kawhi Leonard has a decision by then. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. As baseball takes center stage this month, it still has the same questions that have been plaguing the sport for some time now. How do you speed up the game and keep young fans interested? Home runs are way up, but that doesn't feel like the answer. As the world speeds up, baseball can't catch up. It's one of the great charms of the game. It evokes the lazy summer days of our youth. I grew up enjoying the intricacies of the game, the nuances, the strategy and quirky details that make the sport so unique. But it's a different landscape these days. Every day we're bombarded with entertainment options. For kids, esports is now a major force. The All Star Game is coming up and hopefully it'll be great. A celebration of all the rising young stars, guys like Kristen Yelich and Cody Bellinger, who were bona fide superstars. But as of right now, There are no easy answers for Major League Baseball as it tries to keep up with the rest of the sports world. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.